Oh, hello there. Looks like you found yourself the uh, Memory Machine Christmas Cabin. Well, don't just stand there. Come on in. Come on in. Come have a seat. We'll get you. Uh, we'll get you a nice drink. Got a nice beer going here. This fresh baked from Big Ditch. The fire going. It's a lovely evening here. Just kind of, kind, kind of lonely. Here. Oh, who could that be? I didn't invite anyone, but let's see who it is. Glad you can make it. It's so are snug is? in here. I don't know. I left him at home. Yeah. Maybe He'll my parents fine. are watching him. He's what? Almost four? He's fine. Yeah. And, Self-sufficient. And, yeah. And, and Mary, who's uh, who's watching Jason? Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Self-sufficient. <laughs> Maybe Teddy's watching him. Oh, Could that be. would work. You never know. Um, well, anyway, uh, welcome, everybody, to this... Uh, um, historical pop cultural anecdotal there it is i got it podcast again this is also chrismical as well because it's christmas related um but uh so thank you to uh my wife and mary for playing along with the charade and uh we're gonna talk a little bit today about musical christmas things particularly in the realm of film Originally, the idea was to uh, do a podcast about Christmas musicals, but then it turns out well, there aren't many, uh, <laughs> and, and as we're going to talk about later, there might be even fewer than we think, Depending in, in on regards what of what you consider, <laughs> which, you know, we'll cross the bridge when we come to it. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so I, so I thought instead, let's... There are plenty of Christmas musical moments in movies, even if the movie itself doesn't necessarily center around the holiday, or the movie itself isn't fully a musical. So I thought, uh, why don't we talk a little bit about Christmas musical moments in film? Katie, you got any uh Now, when you say in film, memories? am I allowed to say cartoons as well? It depends. Hmm. Was it released uh-huh. in theaters? Mm, what if I don't know the answer to these questions? <laughs> then I'll correct you. Oh, great. So it's like every day. <laughs> no. Marital bliss. Yeah. Oh, this is what I have to look forward to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every day. <laughs> um, every day. So what, what were you going to talk about, honey? Well, well, obviously there's lots of musical moments, but um, mine aren't necessarily in live action films all the time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed a lot of mine involve Muppets. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a shock. Pray tell, where are you going with this? Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you listen to our Muppet podcast last year, you won't be surprised that like my number one all-time favorite of all musical Christmas moments is all of Emmett Otter's Jug Band <laughs> Christmas. Mm-hmm. Because it's a TV all- special. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter. You <laughs> okay. said musical moments. All right, fine. 
I'll allow it in the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> and, and, Even and, in your cabin, you're allowing it. I yes, feel so honored. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> thanks, really. Thanks for coming, by the way. <laughs> it felt oddly lonely. Um, so Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, yeah. obviously. All and Mary, you weren't there. That was part of the problem too. That sorry. was the biggest part it was. missing. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yes, Emmett Otter. He's an otter. He's an otter. He's <laughs> poor. It's named Emmett. Yeah. Um, no, I, uh, all of the music from that movie is fantastic, even if it's not the songs that are directly Christmas related, which mm-hmm. there's not many in it that are directly Christmas related. They're, I would say none of them are. Uh, that's true. Yeah. None of them s- specifically reference Christmas. They're mm-hmm. just folksy, mm-hmm. hymn-like songs uh, written yeah. by Paul Williams. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about I have this, a picture of on my wall. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier. Even in your cabin, that is in my a cabin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I don't think you understand. <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier, Nate. That that's uh, another one of our connections before we knew each other. Because I loved Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. We had it on Betamax when I was growing up, uh, and we would watch it on a black and white TV in my parents' bedroom, because um, that's where the Betamax player was hooked up, and. Uh, yeah, and it was Paul Williams' music, and you love Paul Williams. I do. And his music. I do love his music. It's great. Rainy Days and Mondays. Terrific song. Mm-hmm. Mary, have you seen Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? I was going to say this could be a test of our friendship, but I'm pretty sure that I've told you that I haven't seen Emmett Otter since I was a kid. One uh, of my brothers loves it, but uh, I do I know that it exists, and I know that there's otters in it. That's my extent of the knowledge of the plot of Emmett Otter's Chuck Band Christmas. <laughs> so Mary go. needs so. to come over again before Christmas. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. We can watch Emmett Otter. Mm-hmm. Or we could just freeze in our office and watch it. Yeah, that's what we'll there do tomorrow. <laughs> I have it uh, digitally on my computer, so I could just uh, give it to you on a little USB stick, and you could take it to work. We could take a lunch break and watch Oh, Emma I thought you were going to say that. You don't even have to come over. Like, oh, yes, okay, yeah, Nate. Yeah, stay home. <laughs> Never come here again. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, Emma uh, Otter is great. Um, I wasn't prepared to talk about it, because it's not on film. Film. Kate, I would our just, own podcast. I would just yeah. like to add that uh-huh. when we decided what we were going to do instead of the musicals, you did not say film. Film. And then you added that caveat. <laughs> Aren't surprises fun? Yeah. Oh and then boy, just added it, it, new listener, rules. if you can't tell, things have been very frazzled lately. <laughs> so preparation times have been. Uh, I've been a fraction of uh, normal, but I think that's what makes this, that'll make this podcast a little bit more festive and and feel like you're a part of a a conversation at a a Christmas party. Right? Someone agree with me. In this weird cabin. In this weird cabin. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Picture of Paul Williams over the mantle. (laughs) Fire crackling, Paul Williams smiling down on us. Uh, But, uh, Mary. Tell us. Hey, Nate. What, 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 hey, hey, Mary. Hey. Hey, uh, listener. This is Mary. <laughs> we didn't introduce Mary. <laughs> yeah. you, you probably heard uh, Katie's voice before, but I don't think you've heard Mary. Mary, tell us, how do you Hi. know Katie and myself? Uh, I know Kate and Nate through my friends Andy and Aaron Parks. Ah, I know yes. Andy and Aaron Parks 
through the internet because I needed new friends. <laughs> Four and a half years later, they're still my best friends. And now oh. you guys are my best friends too. So oh. see kids, the internet is wonderful. And you should meet strangers from the internet because mm. nothing will go wrong with that. <laughs> That's right. And Mary is also Jason who did the... Mm-hmm. Some sort of Mega Man podcast. Thank you. That's some sort. Uh, yeah. That's okay. what it was. <laughs> yeah. See, I said some sort when I couldn't uh-huh. remember what video game it was, and yeah. then I remembered it was Mega Man. Yeah. Um, Jason from the Mega Man yes. podcast that Nate did. Of the Mega is, Man podcast fame yeah. is Mary's fiance. Yes. That's right. He mm-hmm. and I also met through the internet through Match.com. So All basically, right. I make friends through the internet. Great! Wow, that's so 21st century. If anyone of you. wants to meet, you're me, the most modern of us all. You know how Katie and I met at school? A couple of chumps. Did you meet in school though? Kind yeah, of it's in, France. in France. In exactly. school in France. So. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you guys ran into each other in the hall. Like, don't downplay the fact that you guys met in France. <laughs> well, we I did kind true. of run into each other in the hall. And we actually, did. one of the first things that happened was I was waving to the person next to me. <laughs> And he went back thinking I was waving at him, that, but I wasn't. Yeah, that's <laughs> very on brand for you two. I know. Well, yeah, yeah sounds about right. I don't even remember that. Um, but uh, anyway, Mary, tell us Hi. one of your favorite Christmas musical moments. And I guess it doesn't have to be on film. Well, uh, in keeping with Kate, even though I haven't seen Emmett Otter, um, mm-hmm. my, like, the most Christmassy musical moment from my childhood when I can remember, oh, this is when it feels like Christmas, is watching a Muppet Christmas Carol Mm -hmm. when the ghost of Christmas presents comes out with his uh, absolute banger, It Feels Like Christmas. That is my favorite song. It's a great song. I love it. Wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. Or when my mom would just go around the house singing, we're Marley and Marley, over and over. (laughs) That's when it feels like Christmas for me. Sometimes it's in July. But no, I loved that growing up. Like, it was a big musical number. You get the people dancing in the street. There's a part with the Muppet horses dancing. I thought that was very hilarious. <laughs> that was my favorite. I like, even still now in musicals, I like the big swelling parts where, like, it's groups of singers where mm-hmm. there's the one lead, but it's still telling the story. It doesn't stop the story. It's still, well, maybe it does a little bit stop the story, but... When but love is gone? <laughs> that does stop the story. <laughs> Cold. I actually, I actually like that song. Oh, do you really? <laughs> I it's, like it's over not a bad, dramatic heartbreak well, well, songs. It, it's not a bad song. It's just like it's it, ridiculous, though. I can yeah. admit, I have thought yeah. about it after your episode. Like, well, maybe it is a little bit much yeah. for a Muppet movie. <laughs> yes, I think that's the thing. Is like it's such a tonal shift. It's a bit much. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. So yeah. that was. I mean, Muppet Christmas Carol was my favorite Christmas movie growing up, and that specific part has been my favorite. Like. I think when I made my Christmas playlist on Spotify, that was the first uh, song that I put on. It's oh. on my Christmas Spotify list so as you well. you that song? Yay. Mm. Yeah. I actually had never seen A Muppet Christmas Carol. I was about to ask you about that because I thought that was the case with you. We yeah. saw it yeah. at the Dryden Theater right. in Rochester. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, we had to be like newly married. So All 2011, 2012. Ago, so long ago. Um, that, was wow. the, that was the first time I, I saw that movie. But I also love um, the Kermit the Frog. Six years ago. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. The Kermit the Frog way. song. Um, One More Sleep Till two, Christmas. Oh, yes. That is a great song. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, when I first saw them up at 
Christmas Carol was in college mm-hmm. uh, with um, with Dan Leggett and hey, Dan. Seth Zielinski. <laughs> yes, hi Dan. Um, but not and, hi uh, Seth. No, no, hi Seth. Seth as well. Oh Seth, hi Seth. You, I still have. I a, think we've met twice. I still have a Star Wars novelty, a vintage Star Wars novelty glass for you that I have yet to give to you. But uh, yes, hi Seth. Well, guess you um, have to be friends with him a little bit longer then. I guess so. <laughs> um, but uh, I was very uh, underwhelmed by the Muppet Christmas Carol when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have been building it up for one. And second of all, actually, the first time I listened, I watched it, I did not like the songs. I thought they were bland. No, 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 no. My mind has since changed. Yes. That I sounds love like hipster college Nate, though, oh, who would be like, oh, I'm way above And I this. fully admit <laughs> yeah. that like, my love for it yeah. is because I watched this growing up with my brothers, with my family around, so my view of it is maybe a little bit tainted by nostalgia uh, yes. but mine isn't and i love it <laughs> yeah so nate was wrong That's but nice. now he's right it, it, it is not my favorite adaptation of a christmas carol but it is an excellent adaptation of a christmas carol now we could um, take this in a whole nother direction why is it not a good adaptation of a christmas carol oh it is i think okay. it is a good one it's uh, just not your favorite it's just not my favorite okay. that's all mm-hmm. it's yeah. not dismal enough Mm-hmm. Yes, for, for me. Nate. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, like his favorite versions of A Christmas Carol are the ones that, that are, are practically gothic. dark yeah. and and with, emphasize with the demons or spirits yeah. on the yeah. Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, that's and what he uh likes. and like um the 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 children ignorance and want. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh the the, the souls wailing outside of Scrooge's window who mm-hmm. who seek to interfere in human affairs but have lost the power forever. Yep. I love that stuff. I eat it up. Muppets mm. don't sufficiently depress Nate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He needs something else. Oh, my goodness. We could just, like, have a podcast about that then, yeah. because... You know, we really could just have a podcast where we all cast ourselves in certain areas of Christmas Carol and just do a dramatic reading. <laughs> oh, Lord. That would be amazing. That is, See, I would be that is so down. Would, would you be down for that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... You know I'll why? Cast you because you both like D&D. That's why. Oh, because so D&D is fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> play pretend. <laughs> it is fun to play pretend. Um... You can go do grown-up stuff, Kate. I will. We're going to go yeah. play pretend. We're going to play pretend. I'm, I don't know if I should be uh, uh, Scrooge. Probably pick someone else. I don't have a very good old man voice. I could be a ghost of Christmas present, though. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> present. <laughs> Presents. See, and then this is the problem Come with the and woman. know me better, man. Uh, there is one named female character. Bell, or you know, you could fudge it and be like the ghost of Christmas past. That'd be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they do talk. I was like, no, they don't talk. That's yeah. the dreary one at the end. Sure, yeah. I'll be that one. Yeah. There talk. you go. Yeah. There you go. With Bell. Um. <laughs> so Bell, I think. Fan. Ghost of... There's Fan, his oh, sister. Yeah. Fanny. Yep. Clara, yeah. or is that just in the, the Muppet one. Muppet? Oh one. yeah, That's just they in the just changed one. the name. Oh okay. They changed the name of. Anyway. Fred doesn't um, have a wife in the book. I don't remember. Fred does have a wife in the book, but that, I don't know if that she says anything or not. She's a, I don't remember. In a Victorian novel. She probably doesn't talk much. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, Anyways. Yeah, anyway. So hey, your so first thing. Yeah. My first thing. Actually, uh, what I'm going to say is something that I discovered in what little research I was able to do. Something I'd like to bring up because it impressed me so much that now I want to see the rest of the movie. Um, before recording today, I looked up a few YouTube clips uh, online of 
movies I haven't seen, but I know have Christmas musical moments in them. So I watched um, I watched the Have Yourself a Little Berry, Little Christmas from Meet Me in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Uh, watched some White Christmas stuff, and you know, I mean, it's White Christmas. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't, you can't disparage that. Um, but I did watch one, uh, see one Christmas uh, music, uh, Christmas song from a movie called Lemon Drop Kid, which was a uh, comedy that starred Bob Hope. He's kind of, uh, he, he has to get a bunch of money for the mob or something like that for a bookie. He's kind of on the run. But it has sort of a Christmassy feel to the whole. It all takes place during Christmas. And there is a, a point, there's a part in the, in the movie where he's trying to sort of train a uh, donation-collecting Santa Claus. And he's sort of like, ah, put your money in the pot. Come on, we raise some money here. And Bob Hope is like, no, 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 let's, uh, you know, let's, let's, don't mention the money, let's just talk about the spirit of Christmas, you know, like all the things you think about. And then he launches into, for the very first time, Silver Bells. It debuted in that movie. Huh. Um, and it's a great scene. It's Bob Hope and uh, his girlfriend in the movie, um, and they sing the song, and as they're singing it, they walk through the city, and you see kind of the things that they're singing about, mm-hmm. And, like, by the end, everyone joins into the song, and it zooms out, and you see the whole thing of the city, and the snowflakes are falling, and it just it, it just does such a good job of presenting a scene. That sounds of, beautiful. <clears throat> yeah, it was beautiful. And I want to see the movie now, but I don't have it. So, to the library I go. That's a, that's a sad ending to the story. Though, it's but... sad ending to the story that I haven't seen the movie, but, but, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, it's not something I grew up with. It's not something otherwise, but I just thought I'd mention it since uh, I came across it. Yeah. So, yeah, Lemon Drop Kid. I want to check it out. Lemon Drop Kid. I've never watch really it with heard me, of that. I'll watch, watch it, it with, with me, you. Mary. Sure. Okay, that cool. Sounds good. We'll watch Emma Daughter, then we'll watch The Lemon Drop Kid. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard Movie Bob Hope night. movies were very funny in the forties and the fifties. Yep. Uh, yep. You you're you're aware? Have you, have you seen uh, some? Speaking as a homeschooled kid who didn't have cable, uh-huh, yes. and yeah. his parents loved classic movies and uh-huh. radio shows. Yeah, he's a funny yeah, guy. Yeah, uh, Road to Morocco on repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little bit a uh, little bit interesting to to watch his stuff now. Yeah. Like, ooh, that's. Not an okay thing to say. Oh, yeah. Some uh, stuff hasn't aged well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think the saying is comedy ages like milk. Like it's, uh, for the most part. I mean, there's some stuff. Anyway, that's a whole other debate. Um, (laughs) Katie, let's go back and around. Yeah. Tell me something good. Yeah. Put another log in the fire while you're pulling it up. What's that? Something good. That's a broad statement. Something good, something good, something good. Well, see, this is just going to annoy Nate even more because this is from a cartoon, but it's from a cartoon that he likes. Okay. Um, even a miracle needs a hand. Oh yes! From Twas the Night Before Christmas. I've never found anyone else that knows what that is. Are you serious? I grew yes. up with that. We, I grew up with it too. So mm-hmm. I had it on a tape growing yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when I was little, I was like, "This is weird animation." Like not like not like the point is weird animation that I genuinely can't watch because it terrifies me. Just like. Uh-huh. Everything looks a little weird in this, but like that song is just so sweet, and it's so, yeah. and I loved it. Miracles happen most every day. Do I remember yeah. anything at all about about the show in general? No, I but don't it, 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 remember it, that song. It's a great song. Yeah. There's a it, mouse it, 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 yeah. and a kid. Mm-hmm. That's and all th- that there's I a clock 
The clock breaks. Yes, the clock. Yeah, mm-hmm. we also yeah. have that, Mary. So you should so just we'll come for a movie night. Yeah. Uh-huh. The watch list. Uh-huh. I'm just going to move into this podcasting cabin, <laughs> and I'll just watch movies with you guys all the time. Yeah, yeah. you know what? This Let's do fun. that, guys. Okay. Let's cancel our plans. We're just going to hang out here and watch Christmas specials until our eyes cabin. fall out. That's is what we're this going why to do. you got this little cabin just to watch Christmas movies all by yourself? Yeah, and kind of think about things. And, oh. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Get into the Christmas spirit, and then come back rejuvenated but you know here we are <laughs> um anyway oh yeah you don't remember the songs like um give up a little on the wonder why and give your heart a try it's um, very it's very a weird vague. scene yeah. where he like turns into a leprechaun yeah. and... christmas chimes are calling santa yes. santa yep uh-huh. yeah. mm-hmm. oh my goodness yeah. It's a really good movie. Actually. It is. It's a great so little special, and so it, the animation is great. I love the the art design by Paul Coker. Mm-hmm. He um, uh, he was instructed to make it look like a Christmas card, so that's it what he did. Like yeah. uh, and if the animation looks a little weird, but it's also kind of familiar, it's, it's because charming. it is charming. Yeah. But if the animation looks a little weird, a little familiar, it's because uh, it's um, it, it's anime. Uh, it was animated okay. in Japan. So if it has that kind of look, that kind of movement to it, Big Studio that's why. Ghibli fan over here. That's there you go. Right. There you go. Yeah, uh, myself as well. Katie, you like Ghibli movies. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the only anime you're you're willing to not call porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some of it is. Not all of it is. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, that one scene in it, though, is like devastating when the little boy, uh, when the dad is showing mm-hmm. the one mouse the bad things that have happened from him mm-hmm. saying that Santa wasn't real. And that little boy has that picture of Santa and he drops it and it falls in the water. Do you remember that? He's sitting out. It's yeah. just like devastating. Like, he wrote that letter when he thought Santa cared. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the line. You're just like, oh. Everything that you guys are saying, it's like whispers in the back of my mind, which is a very poetic thing to say. (laughs) Good job, me. Um, But do I have a clear memory? No. But I vaguely remember it. Unless my brain is just Did you have it on tape growing Mm -hmm. up? Yeah. Yeah, we had Mm -hmm. like stuff like that recorded on VHS. I think that's also how we had The Little Mermaid and a lot of Wishbone. Oh, wishbone. We had What's the story? It, I can't remember if we had it on tape or we just like saw it every once in a while mm-hmm. because it was one of the Christmas specials that we didn't watch every year. Mm-hmm. We only watched it every once in a while. So I'm wondering if like my grandparents had it and we only saw mm-hmm. it sometimes at their house mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's less of a constant memory to me. It's one of those that like would just like sprinkled here and there on like Emma Daughter's Jug Band Christmas mm-hmm. or... Um, the Grinch, which we had recorded off of TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a, I, I mentioned this on the last podcast, but we had a couple tapes and they, they were just filled up with Christmas stuff, including Rudolph, Frosty, um, uh, Wish for Wings at Work, um, and uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas in there. And uh, my parents left all the commercials in, so there's lots of commercials <laughs> for get the brand new Super Nintendo yeah. with Super Mario World and F Zero. And uh, also commercials for um, a Christmas special sponsored by McDonald's mm-hmm. called, um, I think it's called The Wish That Changed Christmas, mm-hmm. I think. I it's see it in my mind's eye, but anyway. So, Mary, you were a homeschooled and a Christian growing mm-hmm. up. Did you <laughs> watch, this isn't a musical, I'm just The Troll kidding. Prince. 
Huh? The Troll Prince? No. Oh, sorry. This is Christmas related. That was also Christmas related. Sorry, that doesn't sound like a real thing. It is. is it Jesus Christmas related? Very. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. The that Troll one. turns into a human because of Jesus. Oh my gosh! Because he Miraculous. because he has because he chooses to have faith in Jesus. Whoa. Anyway, yep. That's a whole thing. <laughs> and to uh, Danny Cooksey, Kate, you were saying, and da- Danny Cooksey plays a little troll. Danny Cooksey huh? from Salute Your Shorts. He was Budnick. I anyway, didn't right. have cable. Yeah, right. I never watched Salute Your Shorts. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. There was a Precious Moments VHS that was Christmas Jimmy's gift. Jimmy's Holy special cow. delivery. I knew you would know what that is. <laughs> again, do I remember it? No, but I remember like seeing the VHS, and again, I have vague pictures in my head. I remember being really dramatic. It is very dramatic. It's like these two kids moments. that are never going to get presents because their family doesn't have money. So Timmy is this angel, angel a precious yeah. moments angel, mm-hmm. and he's tasked to get them toys because they each pray for the other sibling to get a toy for Christmas. Wouldn't it have been nicer if Timmy had gotten their parents a job? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would think. Um, but that's not what happens in Timmy's special delivery. Okay. It's on YouTube. You can watch it, but it's literally someone who is holding their phone while they're playing a VHS. Sounds about right. Oh, uh-huh. So, hey, let's put a pause on this podcast and, uh, yeah, go, go watch it. Timmy's yeah. gift. Oh, boy. Or Timmy's not. special delivery. Yeah. Timmy's special yep, delivery. Timmy's yeah. Okay. But Were I don't there... think there are any musical moments in that. Again, I don't... Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. There's a big scene where there are all these homeless dogs that are, like, inside of a theater and, like, setting up this dinner of all this fake food. It's really bizarre. That sounds really weird. (laughs) I seem to... It might just be the box art, but I remember, like, it's... I think it's Timmy. He's either holding a blanket or a dog standing in a beacon of light. Probably. Maybe I'm mixing it up. Because that does kind of sound like he was about to get abducted by aliens. I don't, that's pretty on brand. Oh, yeah, no, that's not the box art at all. Yeah. Very, uh, very off. Well, it sounds like it's on brand for Precious Moments. Over dramatic. This is what you're yeah. thinking. Uh-huh. You, there is something called Timmy's Gift, Mary. Look it. Right there. And there's his Yep, that's what it is. Beam yeah, there's, of light. There's uh-huh. Another one, yeah. Wow. So Timmy's Special Delivery and Timmy's Gift. There's two different uh-huh. ones. Uh-huh. Goodness you gracious! Do a two episode series about those two episodes. It's like That's the true. original Avengers. Yes. <laughs> well, goodness. With apologies to Laser Time, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, Mary, tell us. Neat. You got another one for us? I did always like as a kid um, in the. Oh, I think it's Santa Claus is coming to town, maybe? The whole, yeah. it's not a Christmas song, but put one foot in front Run of the other. Of the other. Yes. Yep. Is it a Christmas song? No. But if you're having a rough day, yep. mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to remember, just put one foot in yeah. front of the other. Just think of Mickey Rooney and you're there. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That was another one that my mom would sing around the house. Uh. And I wasn't so super into those specials when i was a kid um i think i think i was kind of maybe a snob because as i mentioned a few minutes ago i hated the point i was viscerally terrified of the point but which I also, which, which for the listeners is a um animated film based off of a harry nelson album of course you would know that yeah yeah i have it on beta so we won't Wikipedia make you watch it. Look it up. Yeah. Don't watch it. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I also wasn't crazy into 
into these specials, but like now I'm like, oh, again, they're cute and folksy and charming. So I liked that. That one was always yeah. cute. There was a few other. I feel like a lot of this stuff I remember, but so vague in the back of my head. I'm like, what have I been watching around Christmas? <laughs> Apparently not musicals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the thing. Like, there really just aren't that many. I mean, so there's White Christmas, mm-hmm. you could say. Um, there's Scrooge from 1970. Some people would say Holiday Inn, but that's not... It has a Christmas scenes, mm-hmm. but it's not a, not really a Christmas. Yeah. People would say Meet Me in St. Louis. That only has one Christmas song. Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. largely take place at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, uh, I believe it ends with like a state fair, showing off electricity for the first time. What a wonder. <laughs> Something like that. Um... I think it'll catch on. <laughs> just might. It's just crazy enough to work. Um, if only yeah. we had it here in the cabin. <laughs> if only. Um, it's cold yeah. here. No, no. I, I have, uh, I, I have electricity because you know we have the TV here, but, that's but, uh, true. but th- we don't have plumbing, so oh, there is an outhouse. That's uh, why I wasn't back. here. <laughs> yeah, we do have an outhouse a little ways back, and uh, but don't worry, I shoveled uh, a pathway there a little bit ago, so. You probably still have to put on boots before you go out, but you know, Boy, howdy. it'll be good. Lucky us. It'll be good. I got a roll of toilet paper right there. It'll be good. I'm Air so freshener. upset by this place. <laughs> <laughs> but Katie, the fire, the fire, isn't it great? A little rug, a couple of recliners. I think your Christmas cabin is pulling you two apart rather than bringing you together. I know. Mm. Well, honey, I'll think about installing some plumbing or at the very least a composting toilet just for you. <laughs> How romantic. Mm. That's love. That that brings people together right there. <laughs> Compost. Um, Six years in a marriage. This is what Jason So to annoy Nate a little bit more, uh-huh. I would like to name one more cartoon Christmas song. Alright, that's fine. Do you it. can skip me. That's cool. I am going you already <laughs> talked about stuff. Okay. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast's Enchanted Christmas. As long as there's Christmas. That's that song is as long so good. As there's Christmas. That yeah. One, yeah. I but it has it. the original bell voice. Mm-hmm. She does it, so it's mm-hmm. not Major like... Hair. Yeah, it's not... Mm. Uh, ah, that's pole. something I knew. Yeah, well, and I appreciate you breaking that to the table. And who plays the angel in that special? Do you remember? I remember oh, gosh, she is I French. Yeah. I remember I was terrified of Angelique. the pipe organ. Mm. Um, Forte. Yes. Nate's favorite by Tim guy. Curry. Yes. yes. In retrospect, that was probably one of the first times that CGI animation had been together with like traditional 2D animation that I saw much of. Because mm-hmm. I love Beauty and the Beast and I love it now. Yeah. There's issues with Beauty and the Beast. Whole stock I don't even care. care. Whatever. Well, yeah. Why? There's, there's arguments to be said about it. And it's not not for right now. <laughs> but I loved The Enchanted Christmas. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I was also very terrified of the pipe organ. So I was a snob and I was a scaredy cat. Uh. There's a reason that I have to find friends on the internet because I don't come across many in real life. Wow, you guys really are best friends. (laughs) Best friends. (laughs) Forever. It was the night before Christmas. Timmy's gift. (laughs) Afraid of everything. (laughs) People at work ask all the time if we're related. Even if we're not together. Maybe you might be. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe somehow you might be. (laughs) There's a lot lot for you guys to talk about, clearly. Uh, you know, for a direct-to-video feature, it's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Cut some mustard. <laughs> Katie thought that was funny. 
Um, well, who says uh, that? I do. <laughs> um, Never heard you say that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. I mean, uh, I've watched a couple times with you, and yeah. uh, it's it's totally totally fine. I think there's little flying babies in that one scene. I, yeah. Sorry, cute, I don't recall. Yeah. Babies, they're yeah, creepy. Where yeah. the organ is singing about mm-hmm. how like love is terrible, exactly. and then you'll fall in love, and she'll just rule your life, and then you have babies, and then you have no life. I'm like, you're singing to a monster beast in a <laughs> castle who has just objects as servants around him and no peers to converse with yeah i think he'll i don't think his life is going to be that ruined if he had babies yeah personally <laughs> and then fife right yep fife who with the really high-pitched voice mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah uh yeah tim curry's great in that movie <laughs> he's that a good bad it. guy yeah. he is well yeah he staked his career on it um really? I love Doctor Frankenfurter. That's kind of a bad guy. <laughs> I love him in uh, Muppet Treasure Island. Yes, yeah. that's like my favorite. Best so you mean you're you're saying you you wouldn't watch Best it, Tim the original It movie? <laughs> Folks, I got a look, uh, and not of love. No, sadly. <laughs> Why would I ever watch that? It's Tim Curry's funny in it. <laughs> He is. Define funny. Uh, dark comedy. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm good. Path. But uh, I really like, uh, towards the very end of uh, A Christmas Carol, the one from 1951 with Alastair Sim. It's my very favorite adaptation of the movie. Um, like Katie suggested earlier, it's a bit more dour during the majority of the film. Um it takes time to sort of uh, dwell in sadness and uh, loneliness more than perhaps some others and, and, and really kind of zeroes in on how nasty Scrooge really could be towards other people and really sh- and shows the effect that he's had on people and the suffering he's caused. Um, but anyway, towards the very, very end of the film um, where, you know, he's had his epiphany, his holiday epiphany, is he's just, he's giddy, he's excited... And he's running out to go to Fred's party. And he shows up unannounced. Rude. And uh, in the background, as he's approaching Fred's house, they're singing Barbara Allen um, in, at the party. Barbara Allen is an old English folk song. And uh, it's not Christmas, really, but I've come to relate it to Christmas very strongly because of the scene. Because it plays so well. And they're singing Barbara Allen, which is this kind of sad song about... Uh, about um, uh, unrequited love, but he shows up and and he says something akin to, to to Fred like, "Can you ever forgive a poor old fool who had no eyes to see and no ears to hear?" You know, and he has this little smile on his face, and then Fred's face just completely lights up, and his wife's face is just is just elated to to see him there, and so happy that they showed up, and then right from there. Uh, Fred just says to the piano player, uh, Benjamin, a waltz! And then they go right into a waltz and they dance around the, to the Stoparieva polka. And it's just, uh, it's just so, it's, it's so jubilant. It's so, um, ebullient. It's a great scene. That's one that stuck with me, clearly. Um, uh, good job. Yeah. Do we have anything else? 
Anybody want to say anything? I think it's time for a break. I think it's time for a break. All right. Well, we'll uh, leave you here with a break. Um, Katie, why don't you come with me? We'll get some drinks in the kitchen, huh? There's a kitchen in this place? I got one. <laughs> Should I go out and chop some wood or something? Uh, if you could, Mary, that'd be great. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, we'll uh, when you come back, we'll find out what drinks we brought back. And keep in mind, there's no plumbing. So I oh, have God. just a reserve of water and a drain for a sink. <laughs> so we're going to get some drinks, and we'll be right back. I hate this place. <laughs> the love is It's Christmas in Disneyland with all your favorite Disney characters. And Sandy Duncan, Art Carney, and Glenn Campbell. Then, Richard and Karen Carpenter bring you the songs that made them international stars. With guests John Denver and Victor Borga, right after Christmas in Disneyland. Wednesday, starting at 8, 7 Central and Mountain. Olivia Newton-John and special guest Valerie Harper are spending Christmas in the Rockies with John Denver. It's the one place your family should be this holiday season. John Denver, Rocky Mountain Christmas. Tomorrow at 9, 8 Central and Mountain on ABC. Wednesday shines brightly with the story of a timid little reindeer who saves Christmas for us all. It's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Next, the Crosby family recalls those magic moments that made Bing a special part of Christmas for us all. Bing Crosby, the Christmas years. Then, hello, I'm Johnny Cash. With special guests, Rita Coolidge and Chris Christopherson, and that wild and crazy guy, Steve Martin, in a fun-filled all-star holiday special. Wednesday, starting at 8, 7 Central Limo. When the war was over, why, there were jobs galore for the G.I. Josephs who were in the war but for generals things were not so grand and it's not so hard to understand what can you do with a general when he stops being a general oh what can you do with a general who retires 
Hey everybody, we're back. Uh, Katie and I just brought back some some festive drinks. I chopped some. all the wood. Oh, Mary, you chopped some wood. Thank oh, my goodness. Hands hurt so much. Okay, well, Mary, this is uh, okay. Three three logs should be fine. Should be fine. <laughs> I'll put my pain aside, though, yeah. for the sake of the for the sake of the podcast. Mary. You're a good friend. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Not the best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best sitting friend. there. <laughs> no, uh, anyway. like, like I had mentioned earlier, this was originally going to be about Christmas musicals, but when it turned out that there were so few, and that there weren't any that were sort of under the radar, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I tried to dig mm-hmm. for to find some maybe forgotten Christmas musical, like the yeah. 30s or the 40s. Mm-hmm. I remember one very frustrating moment of research was finding one. It's like, here's a Christmas movie that everybody forgot starring Ginger Rogers. And I was like, great, Ginger Rogers. She's known for dancing and musical stuff. And then the first sentence is, in her first straight dramatic role. And I was like, oh, come on. Like, I got so close. Like, I got so close to finding something unique and and kind of um, uh, obscure, but... No the dice. Past let you down. It did. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there's um, uh, I mean, there's a lot of like old romance stuff that takes place uh, around Christmas, but none of it's musical. Remember the night seems to be a forgotten favorite. Um, for film buffs, they like to remember that one. I wonder if the original shop around the corner, which is what you've got mail, was based on. I saw it once. Yeah. I think that might have been kind of set in winter, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I liked it. I, it might, I think it might have a Christmas scene or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's, um, that's the only one that I would know. But then we were even talking about that and thinking about the Christmas musicals we do know. And, you know, we were talking about White Christmas and we were thinking, you know, how Christmassy is that movie anyway? The answer is not as Christmassy as you think. It may shock you. Yeah, the, the answer may shock you. Click here. Um, BuzzFeed.com, um, but uh, but yeah, what are White Christmas's Christmas merits or demerits? Where do you fall on the spectrum of Christmas for this movie? <laughs> well, for me, it's a Christmas movie, and it it's probably a Christmas movie merely because I watch it at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. The end of it is Christmas, and it would feel weird to watch that Christmassy of a scene yeah. with the snow falling and them singing White Christmas like in the middle of summer. It would Everybody feel... decked out in red and white. Yeah. And, you know. Even the when they're singing about snow on the train, mm-hmm. on their way to Vermont, it's very Christmassy, mm-hmm. wintry. So I associate it with that time of year. Um, so I feel like it's a little bit too, a little bit too Christmassy for me to say that I could watch it any other mm-hmm. time of year. And it's probably because it has a Christmas song in it. If it didn't. At crucial points in the movie. Right. It's not yeah. just in the background. Like, yeah. you know, when Harry met Sally, which yeah. we'll get to at some or point. Or even in Meet Me in St. Louis where they have, you know, have yourself a merry little Christmas, but that scene comes and goes so quickly. Yeah. And, it's not, um, a- pivoting i mean it is kind of a moment it's a good it's a big character moment mm-hmm. but it if christmas it, it, it falls short of presence right it, it falls short of defining the film 
Mm-hmm. And maybe um, it's because that last white Christmas scene in White Christmas is so over the top with the trees and they open the big barn doors to the mm-hmm. snow finally falling. And it's they talk this whole time, like throughout the film, even when it's not Christmassy and when they're in Florida, they're talking about getting to someplace where it's Christmassy. They're talking mm-hmm. about everybody being on Christmas vacation. Yeah. And so Christmases talked about throughout it, even mm-hmm. when it's not Christmassy. Mm-hmm. And it's all leading up to that big moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, It's what you're left with. Christmas is what you're left with as you exit the film. It's So it's the big lasting impression from it. Right. Yeah. And, and it begins with Christmas. Um, yes. Bing Crosby singing... Uh, White Christmas to uh, the to-, to the um, soldiers, to, to, yeah, to, to, to the music box, right? Um, to the tune of the music box to, mm-hmm. to the soldiers, and uh, Mary, we were talking a little bit before we restarted. Uh, you, know, you were talking about uh, how it's it, it has sort of a perhaps not quite so subtle message about veteran care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the scene <clears throat> it's towards the end when uh, Bing Crosby's character Bob is making the plea for the. Uh, for his fellow soldiers to come support the general at his uh, at his inn up in Vermont, and he was talking about how you know he's this old guy, he's an old soldier, he's one of us, and I'm just sitting there watching, and I'm like, wow, some things really don't change in veteran care because yeah. this had been a respected general who is left to basically try and make it on his own after a life in the military. And, and he struggles. It, he does struggle. There's yeah. another song, Gee, I Wish I Was Back in the Army. And they talk about how yep. easy it was. There's yeah. three meals a day. Yeah. There's, you know, plenty of dating opportunities. Eh. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, that is still a problem today with veterans assimilating back into civilian life. That's mm. why we have problems like we do with yeah. veterans coming back with PTSD and not being able to adjust and all these mental health issues that... Mm. This movie was made in 1954, which also explains why, if you watch the crowd scenes, if you watch anything, there are no people of color in this film. None. I looked. It earned the name White Christmas. But, (laughs) I mean, this is a gloss 1950s look at veterans' issues. Mm -hmm. It's... Mm I mean, I, I have two veterans. Um, my Two of my brothers are veterans. I had both my grandfather served, two of my uncles served. Um, so veterans' issues are very important to me. So I tend to pick up on stuff like that. And yeah. I'm just watching like, oh, huh. Yeah. Never noticed all this quite before. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think that you, it's, it's good that you point that out because I'm not sure just in general nowadays you might yeah. pick in that general? up. In general? Oh, gosh. <laughs> that sounds like a joke I would make and you'd be mad at me about. <laughs> um, nowadays, I'm not sure people would pick up on that because even when Bob and Phil. i surprised you remember Phil, their yeah, uh, Bob characters' and Phil. names. I just think of them I as their notes. actors. <laughs> wow. Uh, right. when, when Bob and Phil get to the inn and they drop their bags yep. and they salute him yep. and they say... At ease. Yeah, but they say, like, he's a janitor. Yeah. And he says, even worse, a landlord. landlord yeah. And, like, nowadays, yeah. I don't necessarily think of, like, a landlord as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, <sighs> I guess it depends on the type of landlord you are. <laughs> yeah. But I think, like, the negative connotations with those jobs yeah. in the 50s. Yeah, that's Especially, true. like, going from general to those positions. Mm-hmm. To such um, a meager, like, oh, that that's... 
that's nothing renowned that's nothing special. right i think yeah. would be more pronounced whereas mm-hmm. i'm it's a sad thing to say i'm afraid nowadays people wouldn't be surprised to hear that yes. that veterans coming back from the war were janitors or you know and this yeah. is also i mean look at the 1950s that's coming after world war ii where veterans were still very esteemed they were very respected oh thank you for your service son yeah. while that sometimes happens now people will you know, if, if they see you in uniform, thank you for your service. But when they do now, it feels very jingoistic. Yes. Yeah. It feels very, oh, I'm supposed to do this. Yeah. Maybe there's a camera nearby. Yeah. But there's still, there's so many issues with veteran assimilation. And again, this is a topic near and dear to my heart. But yeah, it's yeah. now veterans come home and they, and they do, not all of them do. Some of them adjust really well. Some of them mm. have a good support system. They have a good unit that looks yeah. after them. I, I will often hear when I meet someone who has, who served in the military, I was kind of just like, you, you doing all right? Yeah. Taking care of yourself? Like that kind of stuff. They'll like, never tell you. I know. Because you're a civilian. Yeah. There's a clear line between yeah. us and them. But in yeah. this movie, it, it humanized them in a way that, like, I don't think, like, you don't see portrayals of soldiers like this or former soldiers. Mm-hmm. You don't see things like this now. I mean, Bob and Phil, after their time in the military, they both become entertainers and they adjust really well and they, yeah. they're they great. Yeah. The general, not so much. Yeah. And I feel like now in a movie, it would be more of the sad story focus, focus more on the general and how yeah. it's sad how much it, he's struggling it also yeah. wouldn't be in a musical no like no. just oh, gosh, that no. sort of like sad yeah. you know that part of the story is just a part of this musical yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no we, we wouldn't uh, have white christmas the drama and, and i think part of that is because it's so it was so much more widespread back then than yes. it is today everyone military, had a family member in the military right because they, they were drafted yep. <laughs> it's not like now where it's voluntary um yeah so it was just more of a ubiquitous um issue back then um and i do think also that the movie addresses sort of just general feelings of of uselessness that the elderly might feel um that things that you know feelings that the that the elderly grapple with um as they come to terms with with aging stuff like that um but yeah is it a Christmas movie? Yes or no? Let's get a let's get a uh, a hard vote. Katie, yes or no? Oh, I'm going to say This is really hard. Um but based on my favorite songs in the movie mm-hmm. and favorite mm-hmm. moments, it's not a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite really favorite songs of all time um and it's in this movie is rosemary clooney singing love you didn't do right by me in that gorgeous velvet dress that is to die for <laughs> she was adele before adele was oh like gosh. that i'm like that is such a good breakup song <laughs> oh god I, I i i whenever i've seen that with you and that scene comes on you're just like shush, 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 shush. it's Solid. my favorite part of the movie it's yeah. such a fantastic yeah. song mm-hmm. and it's so perfect for that scene, for her feelings in that scene, yes. even if they're, you know, all based on a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think because all of my favorite parts of that movie aren't Christmas related, yeah. I'll vote 
not a Christmas movie, but I'm not willing to watch it at any other time mm-hmm. of year. Mary, what about you? Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, my knee-jerk reaction, because as you said, Kate, you always watch it during the holidays, you watch it during Christmas, I'm like, of course it's a Christmas movie. But then you do start to think about it. You think about the the songs, you think about the minstrel part, and that's a weird oh, thing. Oh, yeah. It's the weirdest it's part so of that weird. movie. Which, what What is the song that goes with that? Uh, there's Minstrel Show, there's Mandy, and then... I Mandy. Think, yes. That's the one I'm thinking yeah. of. It's a minister. Beautiful Andy. choreography. Like, I love when yeah. she's flung mm-hmm. down the stairs at the end. Sounds a lot more violent than it is. Yeah. But kind of a weird thing to have. Yeah. I think it was just to show off what a good dancer she was. Uh-huh. She was very yeah. good. Oh, um, yeah. Like, the older I get, the more I watch. Like, what was oh, her name? Watch... Vera, um... Vera, it's Vera something. Vera Lynn? Is that right? I don't know. Anyway. I do ahead. know that um, Vera, if that is her name, she plays um, the younger sister... Betty and what's the? It's Betty and what's the other girl's name? In Seven Brides for Seven Brothers? No, 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 no. no, no. He, she's White acting Christmas. the name. Oh, of, Rosemary Clooney. Of no. Rosemary Clooney oh, is oh, Betty. Oh. Betty. What's the other girl? Oh, I don't know. I I, I don't even Ju- think Judy. Of Judy. Yeah. I don't yeah, even it's think Betty of character Judy. names. Um. So, Judy was the younger sister, but I know that the actress playing Judy was older than Rosemary Clooney. Uh-huh. And from what I'd understood, she actually had an eating disorder, which is why she's always got longer sleeves and a turtleneck because it yeah. was starting to show. I'm like, oh, that, that's sad. And then yeah. once I learned that she was older, I'm like, well, now I can't not see that. So yeah. you're welcome, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Now you have that knowledge in your head. Yeah. But she's very skinny in that. Like you see her very, waist, and you're just yeah. like, oh boy. Well, then you watch her dance, and it's like, whoa, nothing wow. moves yeah. on her body. Like there is no fat, there is no. It is solid muscle, mm-hmm. and it is insane to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. how quickly she moves, and like it's. But yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, if you cut out White Vera Christmas, Ellen, Vera, Vera Ellen, Ellen, there it is. If you cut out the last song from White Christmas and you just had it as dialogue or any other song, it would not be a Christmas movie. And once I noticed that, I'm like, yeah, it's it's a holiday movie. Like, you c- basically, I would consider any time there's snow on the ground, which for Buffalo, that is half of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I would also like to point out that the song Snow, the, when they're sitting, they're on the train to Vermont, mm-hmm. that is clearly sung by people who have never experienced snow. Yeah. That is like a <laughs> fan song to <laughs> snow. You're saying people in California wrote that song. Is yeah, that what you're saying? Yeah. I, I, I think wash my so. hair with snow. Yeah. <laughs> Can you yeah, imagine no. something so unpleasant? I want to wash my hands, my face, my hair in snow. I'm like, no. You no, want to die? Don't. Yeah. yeah. Is, is that uh, how you're keeping clean in this cabin here? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I heat it up a little bit by the, the fire, but, you oh, know, it's generally clean water. Well, maybe that's out. what they meant. Melted snow, melted but it didn't snow. work quite so as well. Water. Yeah, it's not really artistic <laughs> to sing about that process, but you know, well, maybe it could be. I don't know. Um, so, your final verdict on White Christmas: yes or no? On holiday movie, yes. Specifically, Christmas movie, no. Okay, so we have so, two no's no. here so far. I will be the odd one out. This is a Christmas movie because it has one Christmas song, two Christmas scenes. One at the beginning, it's and one, at one the end. Christmas song. They sing leave... the same Christmas it's song. By Christmas. It's bookended by Christmas, <laughs> but in a way dissimilar from Holiday Inn. It 
those scenes make a bigger impact on the beginning of the end and they color the rest of the movie hmm. in Christmas tones. So I'd say red and green. In red, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they sure do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So in my mind, White Christmas, though it is, uh, it, it's not a strong descriptor of it, it is a Christmas movie. That is my vote. Hmm. Two days, I mean, it's, it's, one yay. It's really like splitting hairs, though, because <clears throat> yeah. like I said, I, I'm i not sure it is a Christmas movie, but I couldn't watch it at any yep. other time of year. Yeah. Whereas mm. some other movies that are set at Christmas time, I could probably watch them you at other points yourself. in the year. Like, like if Gremlins came on in June, I'd watch it. Like, yeah, it's Gremlins. It's a good movie. I would never watch Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. You should see what happens at the very end when the, uh, when the bad Gremlin melts. That's why he watches that at the cabin. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Watch horror movies here. Um, so anyway. It's a horror movie? Oh, well, then I've seen a it horror kind of, movie. Kind of. Look yeah, it, it has very horror elements hey, in guys, it. Hey, guys, I People learned die. something. Yeah. I've seen one horror movie. Yeah. Accidentally, apparently. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Gremlins, Gremlins, I think, counts as a horror movie. Horror comedy, let's say. Um, horror Still adventure. Counts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but the, the, there's a bunch of other movies that we tend to watch around Christmas time that may not necessarily, if looked at it individually, if looked at it at their merits, you might say, eh, it's not really a Christmas movie. Another one we were talking about was It's a Wonderful Life. Hmm. Very little of it actually takes place during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, or is even centered around Christmas. Or is even centered around Christmas. Right. I would still say, though, that It's a Wonderful Life is a Christmas movie mm-hmm. because that last scene is so powerful and its themes are very Christmassy uh, to me. The idea of, you know, being grateful for your friends and family and uh, the the gift of another chance at life, you know, kind of a thing. I feel like those are very Christmassy uh, themes. It's sort of like a reverse... Christmas Carol, actually. Snow. Snow. There's snow. There's snow. There's also a, <clears throat> even though he's not redeemed at the end of the movie, really, Mr. Potter it plays the, like, Grinch or, yeah. you know, uh-huh. the evil man type role. That... Originally, he was supposed to die of a heart attack at the end of the movie, Oof. but they decided to cut it. They said, it, eh, what happens to Mr. Potter doesn't really matter that much. So, I yeah. actually kind of like that. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be evil or bad people right. in the world mm-hmm. they're always going to be there they're not always going to go away they're mm-hmm. not always going to get their comeuppance yes right yeah. mm-hmm. and but one will always replace in, the yeah. other when the when the one bad guy dies yeah they, they always come around but that doesn't mean that you can't celebrate and enjoy the good in the world so mm-hmm. i actually mm-hmm. like that they did that they didn't worry about that yeah that's, that's a cool uh-huh. touch that i never knew about I, I do tend to think of it as like a reverse christmas carol whereas Ebenezer Scrooge looks back in his life and, and realizes what a jerk he's been and how he's pushed people away. Uh, George looks back in his life and, and discovers, wow, I really did add a lot. And I made a lot of really good friends and I have a great family along the way, even if I didn't get exactly what I wanted out of it. You know? You yeah. got what you needed. That's right. What's interesting about that, I think, is... That's Princess and the Frog. Is Princess and the Frog Christmas movie? <laughs> I don't no. know. Um, Turn it into one. Princess and the I, Frog I, is every day, all day. That's right. Yes, the answer to that we is We can yes. add that to our watch list. <laughs> um, what I like about what you just said, Nate, is is I never even thought about that. 
the reverse Christmas Carol angle, but uh, I like that it emphasizes that even if you uh, do good in your life, it's okay to like struggle and question things. Mm -hmm. Um, And he works through it, even though, you know, he's not like Scrooge, the bad man who struggles with his life. Mm -hmm. George is a good man, but he still struggles with whether or not he made the right decisions or did anything good in this life, which I think everybody struggles with. Yeah, Yeah, Josh, the the scene where he kind of loses it before he gets his wish, you Mm -hmm. know, and he trashes his office, his home office. And, to look for the check, right? Uh, well, that... this is after like he's realized that that's like a lost cause. Okay. And uh, and then right before he goes on the bridge when he's when he's at uh, when he's at um, the bar mm-hmm. and he's sitting there and he just has like the the, the whiskey in his hand and he's he's just it, it he just is a, such a great Jimmy Stewart. He's good. That's the role of a lifetime. Yeah. It's uh, just just him sort of at, at his lowest point. Oh, it's it's so good, mm-hmm. so good. Uh, anyways, uh, let's let's do a quick final vote on It's Wonderful Life Christmas movie, yay or nay? Katie, Christmas movie, yes or no? Don't think about it too hard. What does your heart say? My heart says yes. Yes. Because the most memorable parts in the movie to me are Christmas related. Mm-hmm. Mary, how do you feel? I say yes, but okay. I wish it wasn't because of all of the themes that we just discussed are mm. so good mm-hmm. that you shouldn't just watch that around Christmas. That's yeah. something to incorporate into your life on the everyday. I would also like to say, this is Jason's favorite Christmas movie. So, oh. hey, honey, I hope you approve of my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I guess. It's it, one of Nate's. It, well. it is my favorite Christmas movie. See, you guys are um, best friends, too. We are best friends. Jason's great. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Jason's great. Um, he likes Mega Man, and it's a wonderful life. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's a swell guy. He is a swell guy. Uh, yeah, and I, I will say yay as well to that. Uh, it's a wonderful life. Very much a Christmas movie mm-hmm. to me. And one of my all-time favorites. Not not even just Christmas movies, but one of my all-time favorite movies in general. I adore that film. <clears throat> Fun Mary fact, I yeah. didn't see that movie all the way through until last year. Wow. That's <laughs> a long time to I'd hold out on seen, that one. Like, I knew the story. I'd seen sure. bits and pieces of it when it would be on TV on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. Never actually sat down and watched the whole thing. But uh. since it's Jason's favorite... I'm in love with him or whatever, and that's what supportive <laughs> people do with their partners. We watch it. I remember. It I remember taking uh, Aaron, um, your brother, yeah, my brother, uh, and one of his friends to go see it. And uh, I think it might have been his boyfriend at the time, but we went to go see it. And uh, I remember just watching it, and and there, there were people who hadn't yet to see it, and looking around towards the final scene. There's just not a dry eye in the house. And everyone it's, is it's just good. weeping at the end, and it's just. Uh, <laughs> it's Nate it, so happy it does. to see well, other just, people well, just cry. To see, well, just to see, like you know, the, the fact that we're all sharing in an emotion together. There's, you there's gain a, strength from. I other also people. think That's it's right. amazing that like a film could age so well. Yeah, it's aged that, spectacularly that well. That it could have that impact on a modern audience, so where mm-hmm. the whole room is crying yeah. while yeah. you watch it. That's I guess the only thing that hasn't aged that well is um, uh, the Bailey household has a, has a has a black maid earlier on in the in, in earlier on in the movie. But even then, she's uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm not really one to say how stereotypically or not she is kind of stereotypical, but. 
she's clearly loved as a family member. 100% more racial representation than, than white, white Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> oh, goodness. 100%. Oh, my gosh. I would love to do on this podcast, um, talk to a film historian about um, uh, race in American cinema. Yes, I would love to I have a discussion with that. I would love, that. love, love to, to, to talk with someone who knows a thousand times more than I do about it. Um, be interesting. And I could yeah. be wrong. Maybe there was someone of color in, but I watched yeah. any crowd scene. Anytime there was more than yeah. the main characters on, I'm like, I don't see anyone. The South was not cool about yeah. black people being in their movies. They really did not like it. Whereas the North and the West Coast were more or less okay with it. Um, they... South wouldn't have it, not even, not even a little bit. I don't know. It's that. It's uh, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I'm not equipped to discuss fully. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, so with those two big ones out of the way, and we're thinking about mm-hmm. uh, those sorts of things. So, what are some other ones that come to mind, just sort of quickly? Um, I know Mary, you had mentioned Home Alone. Yes, yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, I was here when I mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, here at the cabin before we turn the recorder mm-hmm. back. Uh-huh. You you were I heard you muttering about it while you were chopping wood. Oh, home alone. Yeah. I wouldn't have to do this if I was the home alone kid. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ringing the house oh, of traps. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. You were talking about wanting to be home alone. You yes. weren't talking. Oh, okay. Well, well, you know, it is what it is. Well, thank you for chopping the wood life. anyways. Glad I'm appreciated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I know that Home Alone is a movie that um, exists. Mm-hmm. That's a sentence. Sure and um, a lot of people do associate it with Christmas. And I, I understand they were going to, I believe it was Paris or was it England? They were in a Paris. 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 For Christmas, there's Christmas decorations up. Christmas is a presence in the movie. But mm-hmm. maybe it's because when I was a kid, I didn't watch it around Christmas. I mm. mean, there's a kid causing havoc in a huge house. We watched that year round. That was our dream. <laughs> Maybe there's a reason our parents never left us by ourselves. But <laughs> I know for a lot of people, that's a Christmas movie. They love watching it. But for me personally, it's not. So mm-hmm. I, that's definitely a movie that I could see as a Christmas movie. But for me, I don't think I would ever just watch it around Christmas. And I don't know so much. I don't think I've ever seen Home Alone 2. But I think it happens mm-hmm. like around the same time again. Yep. Mm-hmm. They go to New York City, though. He meets our yep. president. In that Stop one. Stop <laughs> Don't call him that. Yeah. How dare you? Uh, anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that like one that also takes place. pigeon lady better. The pigeon lady rather than the Should old man the old who's, man? who's missing his family? Oh, no, I meant it's president. Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh you want the pigeon lady as president? <laughs> pigeon okay. lady for president. Yeah, yeah um, me too. Yeah. I mean, they do have the part in Home Alone with one of really? my favorite Christmas. Macaulay Culkin would make a much better president. Come on, sorry. guys. Back to the subject. Focus. Oh, sorry, back sorry, to sorry. me. I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> Nate started it. I did. Trouble. Yeah. We're going to kick you off. We're going to have our own podcast, me and Kate. All right. That's fine. Um, they do have a part with one of my favorite. Actually, it, I think it might be my favorite Christmas carol. It changes every year. This year, my favorite Christmas carol is Carol of the Bells. And it does feature oh, in Home Alone. It so does. So I appreciate that. I definitely yeah. appreciate that Christmassy when he aspect goes to the church. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because um, Carol of the Bells doesn't get a lot of serious play. It, it'll play in like the background, but you don't a lot of times get the vocalizations in it, mm-hmm. which I appreciate because it sounds like ghosts singing if it's done. It, right. uh, yeah, you know it does. Uh, I mean, there, yeah, there is that scene in the church, uh, especially with the old man talking about wanting to reconnect with his family and mm-hmm. um, the, the, that sort of Christmassy pathos. Um, 
but uh, you know, I think of all the movies that we've talked about, Home Alone would be the one I would be most comfortable watching outside the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. I think it's a it the 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 real uh, plot of the movie is um, Macaulay Culkin. Uh, Kevin is a, is a cartoon character who has rigged his house to stop uh, Elmer Fudd. The wet bandits. <laughs> yeah, the wet bandits. <laughs> like it's it's very much a cartoon. Like it's you know it's got cartoony slapstick. Mm-hmm. It's with a little bit of pathos here and sure, there. Sure, yeah. but it yeah, it's got those Christmas themes of like he wishes his family will disappear and he gets his <laughs> wish. <Yeah. laughs> They're all <laughs> gone. Wish. So yeah. he thinks that that's what happened and he learns this lesson about that you family. learn at Christmas time about caring about your family or whatever. Yeah. Um I mean, I guess I would still call it I would still say it's a Christmas movie. But it's not one that I would... It's not an exclusive Christmas It's not movie. exclusive. Yeah. yeah. I can only watch it at Christmas. It likes to date around. <laughs> it's non-monogamous. It's non-monogamous to Christmas. <laughs> so. I think it's just Christmas. Okay. Because the whole movie happens like the week of Christmas. Mm-hmm. These yeah. other films that we've talked about happen... Throughout the years. Throughout and, the years. There's yeah. flashbacks to other mm-hmm. times or seasons. Or it happens mm-hmm. in other times and then... Right. Moves to Christmas. Right. Mm. But this is all that. in yeah. Christmas mm. in Chicago. It's all up in Christmas. It's right. <laughs> all up in Christmas in yeah. Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah, that John Hughes, he loves his uh, Chicago based storylines. I mean, that's what F- Ferris Bueller takes place in the yeah. North Suburb. Um, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. They're trying to get back to uh, Steve Martin's family in Chicago. Yeah, a lot of, sh- a lot of Chi Town love in those John Hughes movies. Um, oh, uh, um, Breakfast Club takes place in uh, high school uh, in Illinois, in, in the, which in the is Chicago basically suburb. Chicago, yeah. the whole yeah. state. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess unless you're like in Springfield <laughs> or Rockford, right? Is that the name of the town, Rockford? Yeah. yeah. I don't understand this. Well, uh, Springfield are, is the Simpsons, I'd assume. Well, Springfield, Illinois. It's, it's, that's the name of the capital of, yes. uh, of Illinois. Remember, uh, I was a weird homeschool kid. Uh, yes, she knows all course. the capitals. And of course, <laughs> yeah, not to brag or anything. Pe- pe- people in Southern Illinois would probably be like, what are you talking about? Southern Illinois is just basically St. Louis, which is kind of true, too. Yeah. So, anyway. Sort of like how people say uh, Buffalo's, how, yeah, like in Canada. Yeah, how far are you from New yeah. York City? Yeah, 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 like how far, yeah, I'm actually seven and a half hours yeah. away from New York City. I've been there like twice. Canada. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Toronto, on the other hand, less than an hour away. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Is it less than an hour? How far uh, is it It's Toronto? like an hour and a half yeah. to two hours, depending yeah. on traffic. It's 45 minutes to Hamilton. How's that? Go. That's more uh, accurate. 10 miles uh, to... Uh, it's under an hour if you just ignore speed limits. Yeah. And the border. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're just border. really cool about it and ignore, like, the law. Mm, yeah. Oh, um, boy. So, another movie mm-hmm. uh, based in Chicago at Christmas time. Chicago fan cast over here. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> While Chicago, you were... it's God's greatest hey. gift to mankind. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Nate just really wants to fight in this cabin with me. It, like, brings out... Am I supposed to be, like, your mediator or something? Uh, spectator. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I'm the witness just, for just watching. Just going to happen. Katie and Nate duke it out with their words tonight at the cabin. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Katie, go ahead. While you were sleeping. (laughs) Yes, while you were sleeping, 
I forgot it even took place around Christmas until really? you had mentioned it. Yep. I just don't I just don't think about it that way. I think about the hospital chapel. I think uh-huh. about uh Bill Pullman. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh was it Sandra Bullock? Yep. Yes. Sandra Bullock. Early role. Like she's baby Sandy there. She is mm-hmm. baby. She's very cute in that movie. She is. She's adorable. Yes. And she plays she um she plays kind of like a loner, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't who have much family because her dad passed away. Who, who works in an L station, mm-hmm. taking tickets and stuff. Tokens. Yeah. Tokens, there you go. Um, you can tell. <laughs> Boy, can't you tell I'm from the city. I'm not from the city. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I would not consider that a Christmas movie. I feel like you've seen that many times outside of Christmas. Um, No, I wait until it's at least Thanksgiving Mm. And we'll watch it until like February, because well, it has to be cold outside. What about you, Mary? You're familiar with this film, yeah, right? I've, yeah, um, I it's on Netflix streaming, so that's uh-huh. how I've watched it. Um, isn't it, the beginning and the middle are like Christmas time, but the end isn't Christmas? I'm trying to remember because I know like when she and the brother go on their first date, like there's Christmas stuff around, like it's it's very Christmassy feeling. But I don't remember there being a sense of Christmas by the end of the movie. Well, it ends with them getting married. Spoiler alert. On a train. Oh my Sorry. For a 1993 movie, folks. But marrying who? <laughs> mm. Yeah, which. Mm. Who yeah. should marry? Yeah. Maybe it's the guy on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But I don't think the end happens at or around christmas and i could be wrong you know i've I've seen it twice you know i do think of it as like wintry yeah Yeah, wintry yeah Yeah. i think that it's yeah it might not be at christmas it's Mm -hmm. after new year's but i think it's still cold out because i remember Mm -hmm. bill pullman being in a coat yes and i I feel like you kind of get like the winter grime of chicago and cities like it like buffalo buffalo gets that kind of wintry grime over it yeah it is it's really (laughs) gross it's so so nasty (laughs) yeah it is it's it's much prettier in the country than it is in the city i didn't realize how grimy uh winters in buffalo were until i started working downtown like oh Oh, i thought it was bad out in lancaster yeah you've been all out in lancaster one thing that chicago has over buffalo is that well this one thing i'll mention is that they do have more sunny days than Buffalo. So it'll snow in Chicago and then the sun comes out. Mm-hmm. And in Buffalo it just snows. Yeah. And then stays gray. It's even worse in Rochester. It's true. Yeah, the sun doesn't come out even as much as that. Yeah. That's disappointing. Yes, there's very little sun in Rochester during the winter. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Maybe I never even <clears throat> like I always think of Chicago as the windy city. Wind is cold. Like walking into the office this morning and I couldn't breathe walking into it. I was like, so fun fact: it's not known as the Windy City because of weather patterns. It's because of our bragging. (laughs) (laughs) How could you guess? (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. What? Because everyone in Chicago is so humble. They're from Chicago. Oh yeah. We (laughs) brag. But the funny thing is, the funny thing is, is. The reason Nate doesn't understand it is because he's from Rochester, which is a very, like, self-deprecating kind of place. And my parents are from West Virginia, which is even more self-deprecating. <laughs> exactly. But Buffalo, Mary, I feel like you should at least get it somewhat, because Buffalo is very blue-collar, very, like, 
pull yourself up by your bootstraps and like which as the phrase makes no sense <laughs> yeah i'll just think about this. well it started because it was a joke and that it makes no sense like it, really. to pull yourself up it was yeah. it was a critique against capitalism <laughs> that was the, and then capitalism took it and ran you with know it we like that. yeah we should pull yourself up by your bootstraps even though that is impossible anyway but no there is definitely that like that great like we're tough yeah attitude it's yeah like, Guys, just because you can handle cold weather a little bit. We stick yeah. with our sports teams you. even when they're hideous. Yeah, yeah. Well, we do. Hey, yeah. ticket prices are real cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time to go with your buddies. Go, go to a freezing cold Bills game and drink some Labatt Blue Lights. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. It's it's much better when it's in a parking lot. <laughs> so much better. Not kidding. Not kidding. It's, it's a lot of fun to tailgate. Um, but anyway, but, but much more fun than watching the actual game. <laughs> True story. So Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, let's think of some others. People will say Die Hard. People have often argued over Die Hard. I've never seen it. Couldn't tell you. Katie and I were going to go see it once around Christmas, uh, at the Dryden, but I believe something came up and we were unable to attend the showing. D- is Dryden the name of a theater or did you just get confused saying drive in ah good question okay uh dryden is the name of the theater okay it's um it's named after somebody uh who had a lot, who had a lot named to do dryden. who had a lot to do with uh kodak uh, bears or film uh film because it's rochester that's, <laughs> it's, that's where it's kodak in rochester. is yeah oh. so yeah um, I, I just want to make sure everyone's yeah, on the same yep, page. Everyone's, yeah, no, that, yeah, that's a good point because everybody, a lot of people bring that up. Like, you saw the drive-in? Like, no, Dry Den. It's the name of the theater. Yeah, but it's it's a it's, an, it's a thing we it's it's a thing we often have to to qualify. Um, yeah, people often bring up Die Hard. Um, like I said, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it, Mary. You haven't seen it. Bits, but no, not bits. Yeah, I know. Um, Yippee Kaye, Mother Effer. It's referenced a lot in Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is a fantastic show. Yeah, Die Hard the Musical is in Bob's Burgers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's hilarious. Fight scene, fight scene. We're gonna have a fight scene. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's all I'm I know. Johnson. I'm Agent Johnson. We're from the FBI. <laughs> what episode is that? Oh, it's a great one. It's uh. Narrows it down. They're all great, Nate. It's uh, the one. It's one where um, Gene wants to make Die Hard the musical, but Courtney, right? Is that her name? I think it is. Is Yeah, Courtney wants to make um, Working Working Girl Girl, the the musical. musical. (laughs) So they have like warring musicals, and they come together at the very end to make up their own musical. Work hard or die trying, girl. (laughs) It's it's it's, uh, it's one of the best. It's amazing. What um, I love about and the musicals, music is great. Yeah. What I love about musicals is you could come up with the most like bonkers idea for a musical and just come up with a joke like "Work hard or die trying, girl." Yeah. No, that would be the name of a Maybe musical. Yeah, or at least a song in a musical. Yeah. People, and I would see it and love it. We um, and uh, speaking of that, just a real quick aside before we get back to the main topic, but but I. Uh, I wasn't a theater kid, but I hung out around a lot of theater kids because I did musicals and stuff. And um, and in Fairport, there's not a heck of a lot to do for teens, uh, except for go to Wegmans late at night and stay there forever and just kind of hang out and 
uh, buy Mentos and Diet Coke and watch them fly. For those of you uh, not in the area, yeah. Wegmans is a grocery store. That's right. That people worship um, for some reason. It's a gr- it's, it's a best. great grocery store. It's a nice grocery store. My family from Take out of that town, they come till. to visit, <laughs> yeah. they want to go to Wegmans before yeah. like, and they're like, let's go to Wegmans. Yeah. And I'm like, we're cool. Yeah, that's right. They have a, have a great, um, a great buffet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but uh, they always talk about like yeah, wanting to make very stringent about checking IDs for beers. Oh boy, are they! <laughs> um, uh, but we always uh, on our frequent trips to Wegmans to hang out. It would uh, talk about wanting to make up a musical about Wegmans, and uh, after you get on a roll, it's, it's kind of hard to turn it off. You just keep making up songs about uh, the produce aisle. Um, anyways. That's neither here nor there. Does anything else uh, come up uh, when you're thinking about Christmas uh, Christmas movies that may or may not be actual Christmas movies? Well, we had mentioned The Holiday. Mm-hmm. The Holiday, okay. I can't speak to that. Uh, it's a chick flick. Jack Black? Jack Black in a yeah. romantic role, yeah. which mm-hmm. is odd. Yeah. But Does it, it feels right in this movie. <laughs> he was... I felt like that was one of the most natural roles that I saw Jack Black in at that time. Yeah. I have since seen Jumanji. Yes. I love that. That might have supplanted this as his most natural role. Well, that's role. like the perfect role for Jack yes. Black. Jumanji is so good. That, that new, that so new good. Jumanji movie is Go so good. Go see it. Anyway, sorry. Well, get it on DVD because it's no longer in theaters. Rent out a theater. That's right. have a show on the and, theater. And purchase the showing rights yes. and show it. There you go. Yeah. But the holiday, yes, Kate. Um, so it's about these two women who switch places. Uh, one in like California, yeah, LA. someplace what, like warm. in a Freaky Friday sense, or just in no, like a, in like okay. a swap houses. Yeah. They're oh, happy oh, with oh. their lives, like they want change. Yeah. So Cameron Diaz lives in California LA. in LA, and she just broke up with her boyfriend and has this like huge house. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kate. <sighs> Winslet. Kate Winslet. Yeah, I almost said Kate Hudson. Kate Winslet um, lives in is, England. She's Iris. That's the only name I can remember. She lives in England and is bored with her life, mm-hmm. and they switch places and end up falling in love with people that they meet in the other places. But it happens over Christmas. Yes. Because it's only over, like, a couple of weeks mm-hmm. or something. So it's, like, Christmas and New Year. And especially with the scenes in England where Cameron Diaz is meeting Jude Law and his daughters, um, it's it's England. So they're in the countryside. It's very cute and, you know, bucolic. And there's snow, and it's very pretty. But the scenes in L.A. maybe don't feel so Christmassy. Right. But definitely the, the Cameron Diaz side where she's in England and assimilating to... All the wacky things in England. She's like, also in this like tiny little stone yes, house that yeah. feels very cottagey. Would you say it feels something like this cabin that we're in right now? Oh, or? it's way nicer than your yeah. cabin. Excuse me. There's running water and a bathtub. It's uh, cottagey. There's going to be some degree of running water here soon enough. It's going to be great. I'm not coming back until you get indoor plumbing. <laughs> oh, Guys, it's Christmas. Get a composting toilet. <laughs> anyway, uh, but no, I agree with you. The parts in LA feel less Christmassy. Yeah, it feels just like a chick flick. Yeah, that no, they they're working on a song for a movie. Jack Black and Kate Winslet, or are they working on a Christmas song or like a jingle or something? I think you're thinking that, of music and lyrics. 
<laughs> no, there, there is a. I actually love that movie yeah. <laughs> so much. That, that's one of those. This is very silly, but I really, really like it. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen the holiday, but there they do make a song together for some reason. There's at least one scene that I remember Jack Black playing the piano. And yes, I don't and remember they go to why. An award show for some reason. Oh, it's because that old guy, the meet cute guy. Yes. Yeah, she yep. ends up meeting this older man because he's like walking around and needs help finding his house again, and she like goes to visit him, and he's like this person who's been in Hollywood forever and he has all these fantastic stories and um, Kate Winslet sort of helps him out and he tells her about Meet Cute in the films, the part where the... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The plot device, yeah. Yeah. But I don't remember how her and Jack Black's character meet or why. I want to say that Jack Black and Cameron Diaz had been co-workers... Because Kate Winslet and Jude Law were brother and sister, right? Yes. So Cameron, or maybe like Jack had worked with Cameron's ex or something, but they had, I feel like it was through work somehow. Maybe. I could be very wrong. I saw this once. But I think he just showed up at the house one day thinking that Cameron Diaz was going to be there and Kate Winslet was there instead. Maybe. I think. But anyway, it's... Half the movie feels very Christmassy, and half of it just feels like a yes. chick flick. Yeah. So to me, even though it's called The Holiday mm -hmm. and is literally based in the two weeks of Christmas, I could watch it at any time of the year, and, and yeah, it's it fine. Fits. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't quite cross into white Christmas territory where it becomes close enough? I don't enough. think so. Mm -mm. Okay. I don't think so. Because Christmas is also not a huge important Peace. It's instant, more incidental. Yeah, they could have switched places at any time. Yeah. They just happened to yeah. do mm -hmm. it at the holidays because they both had bad experiences and like wanted to not be home at the holidays. So yeah. it was more like a timing thing. Yep. Um, and they could have used other times, but mm -hmm. so to me, it's not a Christmas movie. But mm -hmm. a big chunk of it happens at Christmas time. Yeah. Well, I think that's a pretty good one to go out on. If, uh, unless anybody else has any, any things they want to add, forever hold their peace. I'm sure there's many more films that we're not yeah. going to talk about that happen at Christmas time that some people consider Christmas movies and others don't. I think what it ultimately comes down to is like what you did growing up and what mm -hmm. you're nostalgic for. Yeah, mm. and that sort of determines you know whether or not something is a Christmas movie mm -hmm. or you know, just a movie you can watch whenever. Yeah. Like a Christmas story, a friend of mine, because is it TNT plays a Christmas story yeah. all day, yeah. Thanksgiving yeah. day. Like yeah. she associates it with Thanksgiving because yeah. she just watches a Christmas story mm -hmm. on repeat all day long that day. And then like never again for the rest of Christmas. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I think it's just, you know, what you grew up with, what you associate with the holidays. Mm -hmm. anyway. Nate doesn't have any traditions and doesn't appreciate holidays. That's not even kind <laughs> That's of true. Statement. That is not even kind of true. Oh, we have buddy. plenty of traditions. No, you do. I'm just My giving you My mom makes tip. breakfast casserole. She does make really good breakfast casserole. That's so good. Um, but they get up early to open their presents. It's so weird. 
define early like four o'clock in the morning no no but uh, like come. his siblings even in their 20s are waking us up at like 7 30 and i'm like nope go back yeah. to bed yeah. <laughs> you're adults the presents will still be here at 10 yeah yeah um and you will be more present at 10 yeah. uh yeah i think you're right katie that um it, it's all nebulous anyway yeah. with very few like if you're going to be watching a movie about the nativity, mm-hmm. that's a Christmas movie. <laughs> there's no there's no second Jesus guessing that. Movie. Or let's say more secularly secularly, right? Non secular would be churchy. So secular. Pagan. All right. Yeah, the, <laughs> the more pagan way would be Chris Santa. Santa. You know, yeah. Santa's in it. It's a Christmas movie and you can't fight it. Right. The um, Santa Claus. You're probably yeah. not going to watch mm-hmm. that in July. I like to refer to that as Tim Allen's Christmas curse movie. <laughs> um, um, I like but, the uh, Santa Claus 2 better than the first one. This is Toss Across. Anyway. I, I've never seen the other. I've only seen the first one. There's a Mrs. Claus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, the, there's a clause and called there's the Mrs. The Mrs. Claus. Claus yeah. Oh, boy. That he has to find a wife by a certain this to the amount watch of time. List? Yeah. Okay. All right. Mary's anyway. coming. Mary's going to be Mary's here all next in. week. Yeah, to the cabin. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not watching these at the cabin. No. Come on, we're already here. Let's just watch them at the office. I already took off work for the next two weeks. Didn't tell them, but you know, it's fine. I'll come around it's to it. They'll realize I'm gone. In the spirit of Christmas, they'll understand. They'll understand. That's right. Uh, so I. I am Nate Lockhart, if you didn't catch that at the beginning. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nate underscore Lockhart. You can find me on Instagram at Nathaniel with an I-E-L dot Lockhart. Nathaniel dot Lockhart. Uh, and I don't post a lot, but it's fun. <laughs> um, I think uh, that's pretty much it uh, social media wise. Katie, where can we find you? I have a Twitter. What is it? It's lock underscore kate underscore heart h-a-r-t so Mm. it's my first name in the middle of my last name Mm. and anywhere else no no all right my other accounts Uh, are private care to be found yes yes (laughs) yes i also have a private facebook account don't find me (laughs) don't look for me (laughs) chase will in the stick that's right um uh mary where can we find you on social media's well, I live on the... Well, I don't so much anymore. I'm trying to not live on the internet. It's fine. It's an acceptable place to live. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Derpy... I think it's Derpy Debo. That sounds D-E-B-O. right. D-E-B-O. It might be Derpy.Debo. Or Derpy underscore Debo. It's not an underscore. All right. I think it's just Derpy... De- yeah, it's just Derpy Debo. All right. Well, there'll um, be a link to it on the show notes, yeah. so... I am currently taking a break from Twitter. I just... Oh, thanks. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Um just for my own well-being so mental can, health yeah, yeah yeah um you can find me definitely over on instagram because there's no way i'm giving that up um it's the same as twitter derpy debo mm-hmm. um you can see all the exciting knitting posts that i make Ooh, fun. I just did one today yeah and if you want to hear a memory machine about knitting and its history let me know or let mary know <gasps> yeah. a little bit I'm, I'm not kidding. We'll make that happen. We could also do it. I could definitely do it about um, thing like ex like conventions and stuff because I've been to New York City Comic Con, Toronto Fan Expo twice, and oh. uh, Nickel City Con. Ooh, so well, if you how need about an that? Opinion about that? All know. right, I will. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, but yeah, just Twitter and Instagram. I have a Snapchat, but I don't really use it. 
I don't yeah. even know I have a Snapchat anymore. Yeah. So well, don't I, find I me believe on there. I believe all <laughs> of us here are over the age of 23, correct? So, uh, yep. uh, Snapchat is uh, sort of Why'd an- you pick anathema. 23? I don't know. I didn't want to assume Mary's age. <laughs> 30. You were at my 30th birthday. Oh, right. <laughs> you were invited because oh, we're right. best friends. Oh, right. <laughs> True story. Um, anyway. Um, and uh, before we sign up completely, Katie and Mary. If you had a podcast, what would it be about? If I had a podcast. With Mary. With Mary. Yay! Oh, I thought yeah. you were asking us individually. No, nope. if you had a podcast with Mary. If Mary and I had a podcast. Mamma Mia. It would just be a Mamma Mia fan cast. <laughs> it could be about Mamma Mia. It could be about homeschool. <laughs> we could do a whole new West Wing weekly with someone who has seen the West Wing and someone who is just now starting the West Wing. Well, Mary just started watching the West Wing. Oh, man. Take. It's great. It is so good. <laughs> it reads better than it watches. Nate, um, Nate, no couldn't under- Nate. <laughs> Nate couldn't understand it until we put subtitles on and he was like, wow, I'm catching so much more of this yeah. now. <laughs> See, they just talk so. They just talk so unnaturally that it's it it's. It's Aaron Sorkin. Right, exactly. Like I just get so caught up in like this is Sorkin dialogue. This is Sorkin dialogue. This is Sorkin dialogue. And I can't focus because that's how fast my brain works. Exactly, it's amazing. I I just can't. It's hard for my brain to overlook the tropes of of Sorkin's writing, but uh, unless I'm reading it, you can't be a guest on our podcast. Unless I'm reading it, then it's fine. So um, our, I think anyway. the short answer is our podcast would be about things that we agree on. Yeah. Crafting. Yeah. Um, Stuff that we... Dungeons and Dragons. That's a look of love Dragons gave me. Would not be on okay. our Okay, so if you guys Aww. want to hear more about that, <laughs> then uh, find me on Twitter at Nate underscore Lockhart or email me what? Uh, at... Um, no what is emails. It? Memory Machine Pod. At yahoo.com. It's dot It's dot com. <laughs> Email me, folks. Just put um, a message into a slingshot. And tell me I'm good. I don't get a lot of feedback. Um, <laughs> anyway. You get a lot of support in your daily life. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, thanks again for listening, and we'll be back uh, again in the new year. Mm-hmm. Love you. Bye. Bye. Are you the new butler? Oh, it's been a long time since I've been the new anything. What? What's happened to Hudson? I guess he's changing. Yeah, he does that a lot, doesn't he, you know? Oh, I'm, I'm David Bowie. I live down the road. Sir Percival lets me use his piano when he's not around. He's not around, is he? Oh, I can honestly say I haven't seen him, but come on in. Come in. Come on in. Are you related to Sir Percival? Well, distantly, yeah. Oh, you're not the, uh, poor relation from America. Ha <laughs> Gee, new sure travels fast, doesn't it? I'm Bing. Oh, I'm pleased to meet you. You're the one that sings, right? Well, right or wrong, I sing either way. Well, I sing too. Oh, good. Well, what kind of singing? Well, mostly the contemporary stuff. Do you, uh, do you like modern music? Oh, I think it's marvelous. Some of it really fine. Now tell me, do you ever listen to any of the, uh, older fellas? Oh, yeah, sure. Like, uh, John Lennon? 
And the other one, uh, Harry Nelson. Oh, you go back that far, huh? Yeah, I'm not as young as I look. Well, none of us is these days. In fact, I've got a six-year-old son, and he gets excited around the Christmas holiday thing. Do you go in for any of the traditional holiday things in the uh, Bowie household Christmas time? Oh, yeah. Most of them, really. Presents, tree, decorations, agents sliding down the chimney. What? I was just seeing if you were paying attention. <laughs> Actually, our family does things that other families do. We sing the same songs. I even have a go at White Christmas. Oh, you do? And this one. This is my son's favorite. Do you know this one? Oh, I do indeed. It's a lovely thing. Gifts we bring, pa rum pum pum pum, to lay before the king, pa rum pum pum pum, rum pum pum pum, rum pum pum pum. Come, can it be? Years from now, perhaps we'll see. Our finest gifts we bring a rum pum 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 To lay before the king A rum pum 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 Rum pum 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 Live in peace, live in peace again So honor him A rum pum 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 Can we come Every child must be made aware Every child must be made to care Care enough for his fellow man To give all the love that he can I pray my wish would come true for my child and your child too I played my drum for him I played my best for him Live in peace again Peace on earth so, uh, David, I mean Dan, thanks for joining me here today in my cabin. This has been a long time coming, and I'm so glad that I could be here in this warm hearth with you. Yeah, it sure has been nice. Want me to go grab you a drink, buddy? Sure, a hot cocoa sounds absolutely wonderful. And may all of you out there have a Merry Christmas and a hot cocoa. Merry Christmas, Nate. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Dan. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas.